Hey guys, welcome to Inner Out where we talk about the interesting things happening in the marketing and the tech industry. Today, we are going to discuss whether Apple is heading in the same direction as the former electronics giant Nokia. You might know Nokia as an electronics manufacturer, a company that almost had a monopoly in making mobile phones for over a decade. Each time I think about Nokia, I go back to my childhood days where I used to steal my grandfather's phone. hide somewhere in the house to play a game called snakes for all those who don't know about this game it was a small game where you had to control a snake and make him eat some bits of food the snake would grow and you would lose the game if the snake touched its tail now coming back to the topic nokia started as a wood pulp mill in finland in 1865 you might not know this but the electronics giant has served in industrial sectors like cable paper products rubber products tires and finally television and electronics why did nokia fail though majorly because of three reasons first its technology was inferior to that of apple nokia believed that the smartphones or the phones that have touch screen was a fad and soon people would come back to using their best selling phone nokia 1100 second reason is the arrogance among the top level management they believe their mobile phones were the best and no company can dethrone them the top level managers had their own perception and weren't paying attention to the facts and the actual wants of the consumers third lack of vision the middle management and the top management couldn't visualize the direction of the mobile phone industry after controlling the market share for decades yeah Nokia lost 90% of its market share within 6 years. Now, is Apple heading in the same direction? In 2018, Apple became the first trillion dollar company in the world. It took almost 42 years for it to reach a valuation of 1 trillion dollars. In 2020, Apple surpassed 2 trillion dollars valuation. Yes, within 2 years, Apple grew 100% according to the valuations. Of course sometimes these valuations are crazy high and are based on the stock price of the company but definitely dignifies the company's growth then why does the question of apple heading towards nokia's fate arise it is because the company is known for its innovation and is being overshadowed by a number of mobile phone manufacturers especially samsung redmi and oneplus which are slowly capturing the market by offering latest features at very affordable prices. In addition, these companies are making new innovations every year. Although the last 6 iPhone models released have more or less been the same and each being sold for around 800 to $1200. Sounds really good, but that isn't sustainable for a long time, is it? The fans have started to realize that they aren't getting anything new from these phones. Might as well save some 100 bucks and travel. Fortunately for Apple, the management has realized that they cannot beat the innovations and cheap prices in the smartphone sector without losing the company's perception of a status symbol, which happened with BlackBerry, but that's a story for another time. They are leveraging their expertise and resources in creating an apple ecosystem instead from an affordable ipad air to apple tv and from airpods to iphone chargers yeah you heard me right 
Apple charges money to buy an accessory to recharge your iPhone, which usually was free. They cited sustainability as the reason. To make it shorter, Apple is generating more revenues from products and accessories other than its infamous iPhone. Privacy has always been Apple's major selling point and makes all softwares and updates keeping that in mind. This has and continues to position Apple as competitors with Facebook. Now, you might have heard about Apple versus Facebook. What's the fight over? In a nutshell, the strategy on how they interact with their users. Given Facebook runs on many Apple devices and Apple is clearly trying to maximize privacy for their users, this policy directly affects Facebook's ability to monetize their audience. Essentially, the strategy difference is that Facebook gives you info or access for free by selling your data, while Apple charges more money for its exclusive products, but emphasizes the privacy of your data, and they don't monetize the information that you give them. Where does that leave us as investors or users in Facebook versus Apple? Right now, we're team Apple, largely because Apple owns the device. Therefore, Facebook is in trouble of being able to monetize their audience more and more every day. The largest reason for this is due to their recent privacy updates, which make it harder for companies like Facebook to track their users and ultimately sell their data. With the majority of Facebook's traffic coming from mobile devices, Facebook is going to have a hard time going head to head with them. In a world that is so much more clearly being privacy driven every day, Apple is well positioned to take on significant market share for the foreseeable future across their massive line of successful products. Add in the fact that the world is rooting against Facebook and the ability to grow may be hindered at the very least. Apple is also taking their biggest step in healthcare to date, something that is becoming more and more apparent on daily basis is that Apple wants your healthcare data. While the platform has always been running in the background relative to their other homegrown applications, the announcement this week suggests that they're taking the first major step towards commanding market share. How so? Now, last week, they announced that they are introducing new tools to help identify, measure, and understanding changes in their user health. Last week, they announced that they are introducing new tools to help identify, measure, and understand the various changes in user health. The new trends feature that was rolled out can alert users of any changes in 20 different types of health metrics, such as heart rate, insulin levels, etc. Thus, leading to their users to be more conscious and proactive about their health. Additionally, via a partnership with Cerner, Allscripts, Athena Health, and three other electronic health record companies, users can now share the data they choose directly with their healthcare provider. This is an absolutely massive step for Apple, as this push is the strongest they've made in healthcare in a long, long time. What that means is that companies like Fitbit and other wearables are going to have to do more to stay relevant. It also means that Apple one day would be able to pull in serious revenue from one of the largest sectors in US economy, healthcare. Not only does this increase iWatch sales, but by serving as a part of the EMR ecosystem, 
They insert themselves as a value prop in the supply chain that users want to be a part of. Thus, overnight driving more value and deeper moat around their walls. In addition, App Store weekly users has grown to 600 million users across 175 countries. 600 million active users. That's absolutely insane numbers, considering they were at 500 million users last year. Keep in mind, Apple takes a 30% revenue split with anyone operating on the App Store. And the math that funnels out of them is insane. A largely boring part of their business, Apple is dominating iPhone usage by being the pipes that host this software. In conclusion, at least for now, Apple is bound to grow further. It is a behemoth tech company whose top management has a vision and understands how to offer products that the customers would buy. It is nowhere near Nokia and hopefully has learned from their mistakes. I'm not an Apple user. I favor Android all the way. But that does not mean I don't appreciate a good business model when I see one. Now, go show off this knowledge in front of your friends and your family. And don't forget to give me a shout out on Instagram. In out underscore the box. See you in the next episode of Inner Out.